Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this 29th day of October 2019. It's a Tuesday. We are live here in the Coors Light studio. It is a freaking cold Tuesday morning out there, Big J. Is it? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I feel it's like... It's cold. No, you're crazy. I feel like it's been easily the coldest degrees? morning. Yeah, it's, it's not cold. cold. Sorry, that's cold. Sorry, it, it isn't. Cold. It feels cold. Listen, Barely below freezing. <laughs> it's still... Whether you're cold I'm wearing or warm... shorts. It doesn't mean it's not cold. You always wear shorts. That means you've got mental problems. No, what I'm saying true. is... That uh, that cold and hot are subjective things. You can't tell somebody they don't feel something. That's ridiculous. Uh, you are not you in charge feelings, pal. of how people feel. And when I walked outside, I was like, man, this feels like it's the coldest morning so far. It's been nippy the last couple of mornings, but this one feels like it's straight up cold. Like, I put up the hood on my hoodie. I was like, man, it's brisk. It yeah, but you brisk. do that when it's 85 degrees. No, out. I wear my hoodie when it's 85. I don't ever have my hood on. Now he's a weirdo. Up. I don't put the hood of justice look up. Uh, it's a Watchman reference, everybody. But welcome to the show today. An opportunity for somebody to win some cash. Hopefully we don't ruin and derail somebody's $200 today. That's going to happen at 8.30 with the all-cash $25,000 double dare. And, of course, we also have a round of streaming dumbass that needs to be played this morning over the course of the show. And uh, no big, gigantic concert announcements, but the uh, the corn-breaking Benjamin show was well-received yesterday, to say the least. Well, hell yeah, of course it was. It's going to be a great show. I'm excited for Bones UK as well, coming back into town. Yeah, I was really excited, too. So uh, that whole lineup is going Tony to be... told me I'm not going to be here. <laughs> it's going to be really, really good. Uh, isn't that always the way? We always miss something, don't we, when we go to Vegas? I mean, it does seem like something happens, right? Yeah, I know. Whenever we have to go on a trip together that is work-related, there's something big happening in this particular town at that particular time. Uh, we almost, we, I mean, we had to hightail it back for Jonathan Davis' accession. We went to, uh, we yeah, went we to barely Aftershock. barely made it. Barely we, made it. We missed the Scott Weiland accession when we went to Rock on the Range one year. Uh, we missed a lot of things when we were gone for those 10, 11-day yeah, we trips. Were, we were in Kansas when that happened. <laughs> we were uh, trying to dodge a tornado warning. When Scott Weiland was performing acoustically. But we did. We made it. Sea weather, you can't hold us down. And, of course, additional fun over the course of the show, and it all begins with important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. Launch news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Holding out hope, everybody that you know and love in California is safe and okay as a big part of that state is on fire, Big J. The winds are not helping things at all. It's getting bad and worse, and it's just rough. Uh, the wildfires in California continue to rage. Thousands so far have been evacuated. Hundreds of homes have been burned, and millions of people are without power because of all these things. And so, as those fires continue to grow with the winds, the situation becoming increasingly dire... The state of California has asked for help and more resources to get a handle on the fires. And, of course, what does Idaho do, Big J? Yeah, we put out fires. We answer that call. Uh, on Monday, the Idaho Office of Emergency Management asked some available crews across the state to help out, and some of the crews in the Treasure Valley area are answering the call. Four rural fire districts banded together to send a team of 17, and on Monday afternoon, the group hit the road for Southern California. Uh, San Hollow, Emmett, Parma, Weezer. All made up of huge, largely volunteer firefighters that are taking time out of their life to go out there and help their fellow firefighters fight some fires. According to the Boise Base National uh, Fire Center, as of Monday morning, 57 fire personnel from Idaho have responded to the California fires. Several resources have been sent, including 12 engines, one water tender, and one aircraft. 
from Idaho as well. So to the men and women fighting those fires, continue to stay safe. If you are on the fence as to whether or not you're going and you are a firefighter, we say to you, good luck. Take care of yourselves and each other and save some homes and put those fires out as soon as you can. Do whatever it takes, but good things. Big J, did you watch any of the Monday Night Football game? Unfortunately. Uh, and your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, there was some. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Dolphins still jumped was. out to a big lead early? Yeah, well, you know, you're always going to have fun watching Fitzmagic. Or Fitz well, crap down his leg. First quarter, anyway. It was pretty fun. The rest of it, I'm not sure anybody would be in my fan. But uh, that's all they could handle is the first 14 points of the game. The Steelers came back and won 27-14. The Miami Dolphins remain winless on the season. They and the Bengals are just duking it out for who can be the worst team in the NFL. Both it's difficult to watch. Time for Ryan Finley to play, right? Let that kid get out there and play. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, unless you really want to take the season and try to go for a high pick, then keep doing what you're doing. And at this point, the season's lost, so you might as well try to get the worst, the best pick you can get, right? I mean, the answer, whoever's getting the first pick is taking the quarterback from Alabama, too. That's happening. Dolphins desperately need a quarterback. Uh, they went after Ryan Finley pretty early on, and I don't know how much in love with them they are. So I don't know. What well, the I think they're want. just holding on to Dalton because he's Andy Dalton, and that's been their quarterback forever. It's hard to let go of that guy, right? Right. You know. So uh, you know, who knows what they have in Ryan Finley? I, I don't know. I know. I, oh, what I'm saying time is time to find out. It's rare, although the Cardinals did it last year. It's rare for you to uh, take a draft pick high on a quarterback two years in a row. It's not something that they do, and Ryan was a third-round pick, so that's usually somebody that you have a little bit of faith in. Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. And so you think that maybe just maybe that's your future right there. So maybe the Bengals have other things they need to address, and so they might try to win because they don't need that first pick unless they want to trade it. You know, I mean, there's lots of things that can be done there. I don't know. Uh, It's difficult. What would you do if you were playing Madden, Big J? Would you take the rest of the season, or would you try to salvage it 0-7? I wouldn't be using the Bengals. But let's say, I don't care who you are, if you're 0-7, no. do you try to fight and win, or do you, do you, do you give up on the season and, and focus on the future? No, I don't believe in tanking. Beautiful. And you tell your, your computer players that, too? Hey. Hey. Yep. Well, Big J, uh, you know, we gave you some estimates about Disney Plus and the amount of, uh, of, of subscribers they think they're going to have, and we gave you some updates on other things, but apparently the winner of the streaming wars, according to a particular person, is going to be HBO Max. They believe that that particular service will reach 50 million U.S. subscribers in the first two years. That's 30 million more than the experts are predicting for Disney+. Plus. Why is that, Big J? Well, HBO Live, HBO Max has teamed up with AT&T. That is the largest uh, cell phone carrier in the United States. And so 50 million people will have access to HBO Max. Yeah, and, that's cheating, though. Well, that's the same thing that they've done with Disney. That's how they've got to 20 million. Uh, it's not, they don't think they're going to have 20 million paid. Yeah, I don't count that either. It's like, uh, I want to hear the the, the ac- accurate numbers of people who's like, you know what? I want to pay for this. It well, doesn't come with whatever I have. Yeah, but uh, I mean, y- then you'd have to take out the uh, the Netflix subscribers yeah. and get it for free too. And uh, and, and they're, they're up to, I think it's like 35 million. It's just mumbo jumbo numbers. Oh, sure. Well, that's how they do it, man. Because all, co- all these companies are public. And so the amount that they can get uh, far exceeds the amount of actual people that watch it. I mean, think about it. I had Amazon Prime forever. Do you know how long it took me to actually watch a series on there? Have you ever watched a series on there? Yeah. An actual television series? Which one? 
A television? One of Amazon Prime's originals? Yes. The Boys. The Boys, okay, but you didn't finish it. So what? I watched it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you haven't watched an entire full season and you've had but Amazon Prime. To. I'm not saying you have to. My point is, you ha- you're you paying for the service, but you don't watch it, right? I watch Amazon Prime all the time. And, Movies. Okay, but you know it takes a while for people to do that kind of stuff, and so sometimes you just being a subscriber does not necessarily mean you are a uh, somebody that enjoys it or watches it a whole lot. Yeah, that's why the numbers to me of people who would be paying for it for the service itself is more important. Right. Uh, But nobody's going to give you those numbers is my point. Uh, Netflix is never going to tell you what their subscribers are without factoring in the cell phone. I'm going to write a letter and and send it to them and ask nicely. And how is Apple Plus working? Uh, Or Apple TV. Is it Apple Plus or Apple TV? It's probably a little bit of both. But do do they offer up anything free for iPhone users? No idea. No? Because that streaming service just started up as well with their new uh, TV series. So who knows uh, what's happening. The point is, much like Netflix, Big J, they only give you the information that you want. Netflix never tells you how many people listen or watch things until it's something that's really amazing. And even then, you don't know how many people are watching it all the way through. You don't know how many of those are repeat viewers, you know, or somebody that just has it on a loop or something like that. It's just uh, there's not a whole lot of data because they don't have to. They can make themselves look as successful as they want. And it's a cool thing. It's a cool opportunity if you can have it. But uh, either way, it's all coming and they're all fighting for your viewing ship. And I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of streaming services in the next six months that you never thought you would have. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single GD Tuesday, we dig through the world of Netflix to try to find some movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't partaken in in his world of streaming. And he has got to choose a movie when we strip away the stars, the director of, the studio that brought UBS. He's left with just something called a very brief plot description from Netflix. Based on that description, he will give you a review in 24 hours and let you know if it's worth your time. And so today, Big J, we go to Netflix, and of course, you've had some success in this category. We'll see if we can't do it continually. It's Halloween week, therefore all of these movies are horror movies, okay? Or Halloween-esque movies. Okay, perfect. Uh, You're two for two for the last two horror movies you picked, and uh, some of these are very, very critically acclaimed. We'll see if you like them. Are you ready? Yep. Movie number one, a deaf writer who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life and focus on her work must fight for her life in silence when a mass killer appears in her window. Yep, we've had that one before. Movie number, did you watch it? Yeah. You did? What was it called? I don't remember the name of it. I just remember the movie. You picked it? Yeah. Really? I couldn't remember it. Uh, Don't pick that one then. Movie number two, panic and despair envelops a farmer, his wife, and their kids when the youngest son suddenly vanishes. The family blames the oldest daughter who was watching the boy at the time of his disappearance, and with suspicion and paranoia mounting, it tests the clan's faith, loyalty, and love to one another. Seen that one too. What's it called? Just kidding. I'm okay. Kidding. Movie number three. Three friends making a web series about their hometown discover that their neighbors are being killed and replaced by creatures who are perfect copies of their victims. So well, really, let's movie see. Number two uh, number three. I'm going to go with movie number one. No, you cannot take oh, movie number damn one. damn it. It's officially off the table. You uh, ruined it. I'm gonna you could have gotten with... away without watching a movie tonight. No, I don't want to do that. I have integrity. How dare you? I'm going to go with movie number three. Movie number three. Uh, movie number one, for the record, was called Hush. It stars John Gallagher and Katie Seagal. Did you like it? Uh, yes, I, I did like it. There you go. Uh, movie number two is called The Witch, starring Anna Taylor-Joy and Katie Dickey. You will be watching a movie called Assimilate. 
It stars Joel Courtney and Caleb Worthy. For the record, it is the one of the three that were not critically acclaimed. Uh, only because yeah, it's the newest a of the critically bunch. Critically acclaimed movie. Uh, Joel not Courtney, me. I believe, is in Suicide Squad. That's the only thing I know him from. So J, J- Courtney, you mean? No, J A I. Then it's not who I thought it was. Never mind. Joel Courtney is not in Suicide Squad. I don't know who Joel is. I don't know who any of these people are. So uh, enjoy a simulate. It is the movie that Big J will watch and review for you for streaming dumbass. If you want to play the home game, that's the movie you want to watch tonight. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, uh, I imagine at some point in your life you've heard the phrase, hey, probably not a good idea to eat food right before you fall asleep or eat late at night, right? Sure, of course. Uh, But is it so bad in the everything you know is wrong territory? Dr. David Poppers, who's a dietitian, says, listen, uh, it's not like sleep causes digestion to stop. It does. You will still digest food when you fall asleep, but... As with anything, it depends on what you eat before you go to bed, right? Right, sure. Just like any kind of diet, it doesn't really matter what you're eating as long as you're eating in, you know, smart, responsible portion control. That's really what's going to make it the difference. But your metabolism could slow down, especially if you eat particular things, which leaves you feeling queasy and, you know, maybe you upset stomach or doesn't sleep as well. And he says that eating certain foods for dinner, like spicy foods or chocolate ice cream or lasagna, any kind of pasta, can trigger some acid reflux in people that are prone to that condition. And so at night, it really could hit you hard. That's why they don't want you eating eating chocolate ice cream at dinner. For dessert? Oh, for dessert. That's (laughs) never heard of dessert before. No, but you said dinner. You didn't say dessert. Well, yeah, sure. You lumped it in with dinner. It's all part of dinner. That said, you shouldn't avoid eating if you're hungry, as a resumbling stomach, a rumbling stomach, will keep you awake just as much as acid reflux will. Yeah, I've had that problem before. Experts generally suggest waiting two hours after a meal to try to go to sleep. The doctor suggests eating a light, protein-dense snack before bed if you're super hungry. As studies showed, that people who ate 30 grams of protein before bed actually boosted their metabolism and were less hungry the next morning. So have so- steak. Uh, right before dinner. Is that 30 grams? Right that before might be, bed. Uh, that'd be, maybe a little bit more. Maybe we need to flip this on its head. Maybe have the chocolate ice cream for dinner and the steak for dessert. All right. Go ahead. Go crazy. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. You'll have to let us know how that works for your metabolism. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the winless Miami Dolphins 27-14 in last night's Monday night football game. Tough to watch. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up doing okay at the beginning and then not so well at the end. Steelers looked rough at the beginning and then turned things out thanks to James Conner having a pretty big good game and Juju Smith-Schuster as well. Well, Big J, what the hell are the Game of Thrones showrunners going to do? Ever since, uh, you know, trying to wrap up the show real quick because they had all these other projects lined up, they've all kind of disappeared. David Benoff and D.B. Weiss were originally supposed to do a show about how slavery was still legal. And then uh, the the producers of that show were like, that's probably not a good idea to do that right now. We're not going to make that show. Uh, And then they they signed up with uh, Disney to do some Star Wars stuff. A trilogy, by the way. They're gone. They're off the trilogy. Partnership was announced a year and a half ago. The pair wrapped up Game of Thrones so that they could work on this Star Wars trilogy. They reportedly, uh, you know, were doing all this stuff, and then it just stopped. So I don't know if, if... if Lucasfilm wasn't exactly happy with some of the stuff they were seeing or they're deciding to do anything, they still have a creative contract with Netflix, but absolutely nothing to show for. 
They don't have anything in series development. They don't have anything going on over there because their last two projects have been pulled off the table. So either... I don't know what's going on. Something makes me think, though, that, that this last season of Game of Thrones has cooled people off pretty significantly on these two. You think? Well, I mean, it's just... They did it to themselves. They had carte blanche to do whatever they want, and they decided to wrap it up quickly so they could get on to other stuff, and then they just... They didn't do a good job with it. People got upset, and then they realized maybe these guys aren't as good as we thought they were. I mean, thank God the Disney people at Lucasfilm were like, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing... We got enough problems with our fans. We don't need you. They turned in some stuff, and, and they're like, no. No, none of this is a good idea. What's going on? And then there was an interview that came out this week. Did you hear that they they basically had no idea anything about the the show? They wanted to make it like Game of Thrones. They completely lucked into it is really what it boils down to. They had no idea. They didn't want to make it about fantasy. They didn't want to make it about any of the stuff that was successful. It just ended up being successful in spite of it was the opposite of what they really wanted to do. And so... What? Yeah, it was a really you, weird thing. You need to send me that article. Where they were that. like, we didn't want to make it about fantasy stuff. We didn't want to make it... We wanted to make it so that football fans would like it. And it was as mainstream as possible. What? It was really weird. It's a really There's weird There's nothing interview. worse than people who want to make stuff for everybody. <laughs> I know, but that's what people like. No. Uh, apparently. Well, Game of Thrones is pretty successful, and that's what they did. Like, until the very end, everybody loved Game of Thrones. And it just didn't work out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves a little bit of We're Going to Hell action. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Oxford, England is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. A story of a romantic gesture that turned into a nightmare. Oh, no. Big J. 21-year-old Lucy Edwards decided she wanted to celebrate her boyfriend's birthday, right? Yeah. What's a great way to do that other than maybe, you know what, a night out and then a nice Airbnb in their hometown of Oxford, England? Because what says romance than getting it on in somebody else's bed, right? Sure. Hey, that way we don't have to clean up after ourselves. Just throw the, the sheets in the washer and call it a day. Gross. Airbnbs. That should be their... Uh, That should be their slogan. Just throw the sheets in the washer and call it a day. And so uh, that's exactly what she tried to do. After a nice night out, Big J had some drinks, Ubered back to the Airbnb, and then they were like, all right, let's set the mood. Let's get romantic. Get it on. They decided to set some music. They decided to light some candles. And then they made sweet, sweet love. Happy birthday indeed. Right, man. And as you're well aware... Wait, what's the problem here? Right after you make love, you pretty much pass out and fall asleep. Right? You need a sandwich. <laughs> they had already eaten. And so they were ready for bed. They passed out. Here's the problem, Big J. Uh, they forgot to take care of the ambiance. You understand? And so uh, they, were all, they were pretty well hammered when they went to bed. And next thing Lucy remembers, she wakes up because she's feeling very, very hot. Uh, that is because in the, I guess, I want to call wild lovemaking, uh, one of the pillows that were on the Airbnb bed happened to drape over the candle, Big J, that they had forgotten to blow out. Oh, God. Oh, God. Next thing you know, this pillowcase is ablaze. She says she doesn't remember much. Next thing she remembers, 
She is still on the bed. The now fully engulfed pillowcase is on her face. Her boyfriend had so much to drink that he's passed out on the floor and isn't waking up despite her screams. And it ends about as poorly as you can think. This poor woman's face is all burnt to hell. Oh, no. From her pillow that they forgot to blow out the candles to. It went, you know, dipping over the edge of the candle, and next thing you know, the whole thing's on fire. Good thing is the whole place didn't burn down. They were able to figure it out. The boyfriend finally woke up and was able to put out the pillow. But she had scars on her lip, her nose, her cheek, her forehead from the pillowcase that was set ablaze. She said that she, uh, she... Was not upset at her boyfriend because, you know, they both had a little bit too much to drink, so she can't really be that upset that, you know, he didn't smell the fire or whatever the case may be. But they said that uh, they certainly apologize and take responsibility for forgetting to blow out the candles after their romantic tryst. So let this be a reminder to everybody. Sure, get it on, light some candles, have some, uh, some ambiance, but take care of it when it's done because you never know what's going to drape over something. Yeah, that's why sometimes just, you know, mixing alcohol doesn't doesn't work, man. Nah, yeah, you got to be you got to be aware of your surroundings. Do you have candles in the bedroom, Big G? No, Do no. Like- we don't have candles really in the house. We're kind of a no candle house. We got the uh the oils. Ah, the essential oils. All right. So there's still Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cease asking questions. I'm better pretty sure I don't want answers to it. But there's certainly different ways that you can do to experience smells and ambiance besides candles. But candles are certainly considered romantic, right? Definitely, sure. Just be careful with it. The good news is she's going to be okay. Fully healed after a couple of months of the incident. The bad news is uh, her face got burned by a pillowcase that was on fire. A birthday they'll never forget. They're still together, by the way, Big J. See? Merry Christmas. You don't have to worry about that. Romance is still in the air. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Halloween is two days away. You probably do something that maybe you think is unique. It's not as unique as you think. I'll give you the details next on the X-Rock. That is Breaking Benjamin. That is the Diary of Jane here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Trick-or-treating for most of the Treasure Valley is coming up in just a few days. Thursday, it's when you send your kids out. They go collect candy and bring it back to you. And as Big J has described, and I think a lot of people maybe think, I don't know if they feel guilty about it or not, but this will certainly help you absolve yourself from stealing your children's candy. As it is... Stealing? No, it's not... Well, whatever you want to call it. Taxation, you want to call it... Education, uh, Nick. It's education. Making sure they understand how it works. Either way, uh, you are not alone. It is not an uncommon practice. Everybody takes their kids trick-or-treating candy, at least according to a new survey. They talked to 20,000 parents that have children between the ages of 3 and 15, and they revealed that about 92% of parents say they've uh, taken their kids' candy that were given to their trick-or-treating child in some way. Of those who have, the average parent ate about a third of their child's haul. Yeah, taxes. Parents get crafty to cover up their thievery, too. When taking candy, parents admit to hiding it and then hoping their kid will forget about it. That is the most popular thing. What age are we talking here? Uh, Age of what, the parents? Yeah, the kids. They they have kids between the ages of 3 and 15. Okay. Uh, then other parents pretend the candy went missing. I don't know what I'm doing. It was here the other day. I don't know what... Did Your you sister it? stole it. And then uh, a bunch of them say that they... Uh, about 40% of them say they're inspecting or educating the kids about taking the candy before taking some of it for themselves. 
More than that, a survey uh, revealed that about 60% of parents admitted they've actually had to hide Halloween candy from their children so that they wouldn't get themselves sick. Is that something that you had to do, Big J? Uh, no, I don't remember having to do that. Did you ever have to hide the candy that you bought for trick-or-treaters so that your kids didn't get your hands on it or you didn't eat it or something? Yeah, probably me. Uh, nah, there wasn't a whole lot of hiding. It's such a weird thing to to like to to have two. I have two small boys that could care less about candy. They don't like it. They don't want it. They don't enjoy it. Uh, they they really could care less about it, and so they don't want to do the trick or treating stuff. Uh, it's not appealing to them because all it does is just take a bunch of candy uh, that they won't eat. And leave it there. And so it, it's it's weird that we never had to do that. Because, you know, when you're little, you take them no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just do it. And then you realize they're not eating this candy. They don't care about it. They don't like it. And then you're like, why bother? Uh, but they enjoy, uh, or the oldest anyway, enjoys handing out the candy to the kids that come to the yeah, costume. Yeah, because he's a good kid. Yeah, he likes to he likes to, to participate, and he, he likes Halloween, and he enjoys it, but he doesn't like dressing up. He doesn't like candy. So I've never had to, to take the candy from the kids. It was never one of those things where it was like, here's how it goes. It's too bad. <laughs> Missed out. Uh, well, I mean, if I ever wanted candy, I suppose I could get it myself. But I'm not a big candy fan. So really no, it's not it. about it. It's about, you know, educating, like I said. Oh, yeah, no, anytime I'm trying to teach them a lesson, they tune out automatically, so it doesn't matter. Well, they don't tune out when they see all, all the candy laid out on a table, and you go, listen, I'm going to go ahead and take a third of this. Oh, hey, Maddie, you brought home the most candy. You have so much of it, I'm going to take more because you brought home more. And then I follow up with, this is how taxes work. Do you tell them that taxation is theft? <laughs> well, no. Okay. The next thing you know, they're going to want to start taking up arms against the government. I don't want that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You are not alone. Morning After with Nick and Big J. I think everybody can probably say this. There's somebody that you follow on social media. Doesn't matter. Pick your social media platform. But there's somebody there that you follow that you wouldn't consider a friend in real life. Agree or disagree? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, And so the question becomes, Why? Why, Big J? It's a little bit different for you or I, I think, or public personas, but for the people that maybe uh, do this stuff on the regular basis or maybe still are friends on social media with exes or whatever the case may be, psychologist Dr. Aaron Vogel says it could be for a couple of reasons. Number one, jealousy. You want the perfect life they project, which can just be addicting. Number two, you do so to feel better about yourself. Vogel explains if somebody's posts are really annoying and we feel we're not that way, then hate following them can make us feel like we're doing better than they are. Oh, yeah. Look at this hate idiot. following. <laughs> Always posted about politics. God, it's got to be a pathetic existence to be that wrapped up in that kind of stuff. Following somebody you don't really like also could be a way of directing anger or anxiety from other things onto a quote-unquote harmless source. But the experts make sure to say, make sure you're not turning into a judgmental jerk instead of working on yourself in the process. It's okay to not be a fan of everybody that you follow. But, like, if you are one of those things, people that are spitting vitriol on somebody's post every time they post something just to get into an argument, you probably have got more work to do on yourself than other people. And maybe you should direct that towards you. And that, I guess, kind of makes sense. Right? Sure. So don't feel bad about it. Keep doing it. Just make sure it doesn't get out of control. Big J, you're the baseball expert. Does the World Series wrap up tonight? Are the Astros? No, I'm be not the, the baseball expert. What does your gut say? It says I don't give a damn. 
I don't give a damn anymore. There you go. You keep asking me. Yeah. And then I keep telling you the wrong teams that win. Well, that's the. And guess what? Like, I thought you knew. Well, listen. You, you th- that's the equivalent of every sports talk show in the country. Yeah, the wrong opinions are given out on a daily basis. All I'm asking is yours. I don't know. All signs point to uh, Astros winning, but you know, here's the problem: nobody's won a home game yet. Right. Right. There is that. To so be I'm sure. going to go with the statistics here and say that uh, the. Um, that the Nationals win this game. All right. Big J says game seven coming soon. We'll see if he's right. He was right about the Steelers yesterday. They defeated the Miami Dolphins 27-14 in last night's Monday night football game. So the Dolphins continue to suck. Steelers are now 3-5 and five on the year. Ozzy Osbourne's new studio album will be coming out in January, Big J. This according to Sharon Osbourne. Sharon announced the news during an interview and said um, was asked about her husband's health and she said hey listen he's getting there he had a very bad accident this year but he's getting there he just finished an album the album's coming out in january and he's very excited about the duet that he did with post malone so there's that he recently did some guest vocals on uh, post malone's song take what you want the session was overseen by producer andrew watt and that led to him collaborating with ozzy for the 12th solo lp by ozzy osbourne it has been announced that zach wilde although back on the live portion of ozzy's shows is not involved in the recording of this album at all at all so who that guitarist is i'm not sure maybe it's gus g again who was on his last album i don't know but we know it's not zach uh zach wilde ozzy has not released a uh, solo effort since 2010 scream and he spent the last couple of years touring with Sabbath and then doing some solo shows, the No More Tours Trek, which has been postponed a couple of times. But he's got a bunch of dates lined up in 2020 and now a new album to boot. Do you care, Big J? Nah, not really. No? You didn't like Scream? No, it was fine. But you're not jonesing for new Ozzy Osbourne? Not, not really. Are you just not an Ozzy Osbourne fan? No, I don't mind, but I'm just, you know... Is there anybody that could release an album that's been around that long that you would care about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably the Rolling Stones. Brand new album from them would be great. <laughs> Morning After, did you have their last one? They released no, about a year I'm ago? I'm just kidding. Okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Coming up, your chance to win some cash. The $25,000 X Double Dare rolls on. Dollar Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. All right, here we go. It's another opportunity for a awesome ex-listener to win themselves some cash. It is time to play Double Dare. On the phone is caller X this morning. His name is Brian. Brian, good morning, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Not too shabby. You had told us before we went on the air you had never got a chance to go through before, so do you feel like it's going to be a lucky run for you, or uh, what are you thinking? Uh, man, I'm really hoping it's going to be a lucky run. Us I'll, too. Uh, I'll ask Big J for his uh, his good luck. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Brian. All right, man. Uh, here are your two categories to choose from, sir. What's it going to be, Big J? Old school Saturday morning television or Idaho trivia? What do you like, Brian? Uh, uh, I'm a 90s kid, so let's go with... Uh, All right, dude. Let's win you some money. All right. $50 question coming at you. These little blue creatures live in mushrooms, are three apples high, and chased by a mad scientist called Gargamel. Oh, 
Smurfs. Yes. There you go. Smurfs is 50 American dollars in your pocket. Uh, You have a chance to go for double or nothing, so the next question is $100, but if you get it wrong, you walk away empty-handed. Do keep in mind the questions get a little bit more difficult as you go on. Would you like to try for it? Yeah, let's. Let's go one more and let's see how this goes. Okay. All right. Our $100 question is, this live action Saturday morning show that aired on NBC featured the laughs and drama of a group of friends like Zach Morris and Screech living it up at Bayside High. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I mean, Saved by the Bell. Yes, there you go. Saved by the Bell. Right. I was going to say, it doesn't get more 90s than that. $100 is yours. <laughs> Brian, you got 100 bucks guaranteed. Would you like to go double or nothing for 200 the hardest question of the bunch? Or are you happy with 100 bucks, sir? Oh, man. I think I'm happy with 100 bucks. And now that I'm on the phone, the pressure is a lot more than I thought. <laughs> I'm going to take my money and run. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, we will give you $100 guaranteed. Do you want to try the 200 just to see if you would have got it? Of course. Okay, Big J. This collection of cartoons that aired on ABC featured famous educational songs like The Constitution, Conjunction Junction, and I'm Just a Bill. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm I'm glad I took the money and ran because uh, this one is tough. I mean, I can I can hear the song in my head, but I can't I can't tell you the name. What's the name, Big J? Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse uh, Rock was it? Yep. But good job, Brian. Smart well man. It. Yep, a hundred dollars is yours, dude. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and get you that cash. And that is how it goes. A hundred dollars is his, and hopefully, uh, we'll give away some more money today as we go on. Twelve thirty today with Jason Drew. Four thirty today with Adam. Your next chance to win, uh, just like Brian did there. We're gonna do some pop culture smackdown next on the X. Right. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yes, indeedy. And we have tickets here, Nick. Uh, man, it's going to be a great show coming up here November 8th at the Dating Factory as the Aquabats are coming to town. <laughs> People mover. It's going to be awesome. So we'll get your tickets to that show. Also, just heard that band, Wilson, coming to town to play a free egg show this Friday at the Knitting Factory. Marine Movement opening up. Uh, we've got Basement and Silent Theory from Spokane is going to be here. It's going to be a hell of a show. We'll get your tickets to that as well. So your next two Fridays are planned if you can win Pop Culture Smackdown. That is the chore. Can you complete the task? 208 287 1003. That's the phone number. Big J, the questions are ready to go? Yeah. All right. Then we have got ourselves some contestants. Good morning, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Kevin. All right, Kevin. Good luck. Which stalking killer used a William Shatner mask to hide his face? Michael Myers. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Nick, what was the very first DVD sent? No, wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm saving that one for later. You'll never get that one. What? Uh, Let's see. What classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders? The classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders. Um, How classic are we talking? Classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders. No, I heard this classic. But I mean, is it like uh, '60s classic? Is it seven? Is it '90s classic? Is it-, it, is, it is not. I'm not giving you an answer. Oh, why not? Because you don't need any more detail. Classic <laughs> is classic. Nice. Yeah, but I mean, there's different forms of classic. Is it a modern classic? No, that wouldn't be classic then. Right. Uh, the babysitter murders. I am going to say. 
well, no, I was going to say that, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, I will say um, Friday the 13th. Oh, you're real close, though. No? <laughs> Friday the 13th, too. No, I don't believe that. No, it's uh, Halloween. I was going to say All that, right. but then I was trying to think if anybody, if they were babysitting anybody. I don't think she was. No, Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, she was the babysitter. At that's the beginning? Where, yeah, that started the whole the whole spiel of horror movies and babysitters. Gotcha. All right, uh, two Halloween questions in a row threw me off the scent, but good job, man. You got yourself tickets to go check out the fun that is uh, Aquabats and People Mover next Friday and then Wilson this Friday. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. Uh, there is your fun that is Pop Culture Smackdown. We're going to come back with a little bit of a recap of the morning after Fantasy Football League. That is on the way here on the X. System of a down, lonely day here on the morning after with Nicky Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Oh, geez. Week number eight is wrapped up for the morning after Fantasy Football League presented by Dave and Busters. It's time for a recap, kids. How did your team do, Big J? Team did great thanks to a uh, continued injury by Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, and uh, my pickup of Latavius Murray uh, has really, really paid off because he went to town uh, on, uh, on Sunday, scoring me 27.70 points. I got 28 points out of Cooper Cup. And Jared Goff, uh, who was throwing him uh, those passes, uh, got uh, about 22 points. So that combination right there was uh, was enough to keep me going throughout the day. Saquon Barkley had uh, 20.3 points. Uh, some of my uh, uh, rest of my team uh, pretty much on a bye that week. So uh, that's uh, what I had. Ended up scoring 137.68 points. Uh, so, you know, the last two weeks have been really, really good uh, as far as offense is concerned. Uh, Guitar Street Hooligans had Carson Wentz, Christian McCaffrey. Always tough to uh, to avoid that uh, that uh, buzzsaw, but Christian McCaffrey scored uh, 23.5 points. Uh, that was his highest point getter. Uh, Marlon Mack had 15 points. Julio Jones had 15 points. But the rest of the team, uh, with the exception of Chris uh, Carlson uh, from the Seattle Seahawks, uh, they had uh, some problems. Of course, he has a new the Patriots, right? So 21 points from them. Uh, with uh, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Latavius Murray was uh, getting the ball so much, uh, thanks to Alvin Kamara's injury, I would not have won this game, uh, and uh, I survived another day. Indeed, and uh, even up your record at four and four, which is not bad, sir. On the flip side of that, I- I'm just getting tough luck losses here, left, right, and center, and and that's okay. I think the season's pretty much done. I'm sitting at two and six, uh, crapping up the uh, the entire league here at, at eleven. Uh, you know, even like it's just one of those deals where I just can't seem Monday Night Football is the bane of my existence. Like I need pedestrian games out of players and I'll be OK. And I just end up getting run over like I needed uh, Jamal Williams, the backup running back for the Packers. They have a decent they have a, a just an, a normal game. And he ended up going off for 32, which cost me the win on a Monday night. I needed James Conner to have a halfway semi normal game where like, you know, even eight, nine points. I'd be OK. He goes off for 21. And that was the difference maker because I had the Steelers defense and I had uh, Parker last night for the Dolphins, who ended up getting me about 20 points uh, once you add it all up, but Connor ended up with 21 points, and Ouch. that was the difference maker, and uh, I lost by 10 uh, to Team Vesuvius Will, who evens things up at 
four and four for his record. I had Drew Brees going off pretty well. Uh, my tight end pickup I made this week, Fells for the Texans, was a good one. He got me 70 points, and I picked up the Steelers defense too, which was pretty good, good enough for uh, 13. But uh, just could not overcome Connor, who was his high score. He had Miles Sanders as well, who really just had that one play for uh, for 68 yards and a touchdown, but that was enough to put up almost 20. And then he got 15 out of his kicker, and so it ended up being a good day for him. I lose 111 to 101, and Will improves to four and four. The high score of the week award goes to Pascal and the Haymakers, the team that I take on next week, who put up 147 points this week, thanks to 27 points out of Aaron Rodgers, another 35 out of Tevin Coleman, and 34 out of Aaron Jones. That running back tandem uh, did in uh, Cowboy Killers, unfortunately. 147, almost 148 points, and he left his high-scoring defense on the bench. He is doing just fine. Pascal evens up his record at 4-4. Four and four. Cowboy Killers sitting there right there uh, ahead of me at 2-6 and six, at 10th place. Uh, he he had Matt Stafford. He had uh, Stefan Diggs, but it just wasn't enough to overcome. He couldn't break 100 points this week, and so he falls to two and six. Uh, Kevin improves to five and three. FC Boise 128 to 56 win over Barakua, and Sarai just uh, can't get anything going. It's unfortunate for her. She's got Jameis Winston was her high scorer, and Adam Vinatieri the only players in double digits, and she left Daniel Jones 28 points on his bench on her bench, but didn't matter. Uh, even if she had it, he she got more than doubled up, almost tripled up. Uh, because uh, Kevin was going to town with uh, Galladay for the Lions, Chark for the Jaguars, Howard for the Eagles, and uh, Russell Wilson as well. And it was a big game for him. KO Hood, uh, quietly, we don't talk about them very much, but they are the hottest team in the morning after Fantasy Football League. They started out 0-2 and have rattled off six straight victories to improve to 6-2, good enough for second place in the league. KO Hood beats come to the Dak side, 132-93. to You can thank uh, Mike Evans and his two-touchdown performance for the big score. Also, Deshaun Watson has helped things out immensely uh, as well, and 132 points is a pretty good performance. And uh, Derek Carr and uh, Julian Edelman could not save come to the Dak side from a rough thing. But, you know, that come to the Dak side is the one that has like 15 Cowboys and they were on a bye this week. So it was a rough game for him. And uh, the team still remaining in first place is Dell's Hot Chub Time Machine, improving to 7-1 with a 115-69 victory over the Bears. Uh, the Bears had some injury problems as uh, Brandon Cooks didn't get to play much at all, didn't get it, got him a zero burger as he left with a concussion. And then anytime you're going to war with Mitchell Trubisky, it's going to be a rough week for you fantasy-wise. And that's exactly what was happening with the Bears there. Uh, nice game out of Delvin Cook. Uh, and if not for the two touch fumbles from uh, Nick Chubb, would have even been better for uh, Hot Chubb time machine but of course uh, Leonard Fournette had a good game 49ers defense and Lambeau for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars all propelled Dell to his seventh victory in the league so Dell sits in first place and we got KO Hood in second Guitar Street Hooligans FC Boise they're all in the playoffs right now. For And today, Big J finds himself two games back and still make a push here if he can make a run towards the end of things. But he is going to need a little bit of help from those teams above him uh, losing. Uh, and he will have a chance to take uh, the matters into his own hands when you take on FC Boise this weekend and see if he can't pull off and get a game on Kevin and get into one of those playoff spots, maybe. Yeah, it can be tough. I've got a lot of uh, bye week challenges coming up. So. And I'm taking on the uh, the highest scoring team this last week, so I fully expect to be 2-7 and seven by the time this thing's all said and done. I got Drew Brees on a bye, so uh, I don't expect it to be a high scoring week for me either. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Thank you to uh, Dave and Busters. Pascal, pick up your Dave and Busters game card here. Good enough for some free gameplay for you. And uh, make sure you check out Dave and Busters on Football Sunday, Football Saturday, Football Thursday, or Football Monday. It is your football headquarters to be sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions next on the X. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Yep, and we have tickets to our free X show with Wilson. That show is happening Friday at the Dating Factory. All hands on deck. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got Silent Theory opening up there from Spokane, uh, Basement, and Meridian Movement. So one hell of a show lined up for you, brought to you by Corwin Ford. All right, if you want to go to the Free X Show on Friday, now would be the time to get on the horn, 208-287-1003. We can guarantee you entry as long as you get Big J's bad impression correct. Three clues at least are yours. All you have to do is figure out what famous person Big J's trying to be from those clues, and those tickets become your tickets, and hopefully you become happy. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Morning. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Dennis. All right, Dennis, good luck. My career has been a good one with movies like Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, and Bram Stoker's Dracula under my belt. Ah, uh, next one. I had a problem with shoplifting for a bit. Next I made one? I made a career resurgence playing Mother Joyce Byers in Stranger Things. Oh. Ah. Uh, Winona Ryder. Help from the Peanut Gallery. Yeah, Got yeah. For you, Dennis. Good job, brother. Tickets with them. Take it. Enjoy the show on Friday. We'll send you to Wilson the Free X Show with that. And Winona Ryder is the correct answer. Why the hell is Winona Ryder in the news? Uh, today is Winona's br- uh, birthday. How old do you think she is? Forty-one. Oh no, she's forty-eight. All right, happy birthday, Winona. Getting up there in age. Yeah. What but, are your thoughts? Uh, I think she still looks great. Uh, well, no, that's, I meant, like, I mean, are you a fan oh. of her work? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I've any, seen anything that she sucked in. Did you watch that movie she made with Keanu Reeves not too long ago where they go to the wedding together? I missed it. Destination Wedding? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I have not seen that yet. Uh, that hasn't come up in uh, Streaming Dumbass. Uh, the Plot Against America is a TV miniseries that she has uh, that uh, is being worked on right now where she plays someone named uh, Evelyn Finkel. Uh, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. And so they have an opportunity for season four of Stranger Things 2 is coming, isn't it? Did yes. they have a release yeah, date? Yeah. So she's working on that, I imagine, as well. Or at least I hope so, anyway. So happy birthday, Winona Ryder. And she hasn't stolen anything since that Macy's incident, so that's a good thing, right? Learned her lesson. She said it was uh, research for a role. Do you believe her? Yeah, I believe everything she says. Why wouldn't you? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show. Why wouldn't I indeed? Next on the X-Rocks. At a skillet that is legendary, and that wraps up. I think it's a legendary show. Big J, agree or disagree? Today's show, legendary? Just one for the no. annals of history. Huh? It was it was uh, better than average, All right. but not, not one for the legendary status. Well, you really suck the air out of this whole thing. Well, you suck the air out of everything, so might as well join the party. Don't get mad at me just because we had a little tiff before we got on the air about your your concert-going experiences. Your concert-going experience? No. Don't tell me when I'm going to have fun and not have fun. I know when you're not going to have fun. The hell you do. I can tell right now. You're already not having fun right now, see? What do you mean? I'm having a great time. 
I never just, gonna win these battles. No, no, no. I do win because no, I. Don't. This is this is just all I'm doing is trolling you and having a great time doing it. No, and I'm reverse trolling. You're falling right into the trap of doing the opposite you of what I'm saying. You already fell into the trap and having the argument with me to begin <laughs> with. See what I'm saying, everybody. It's fun. I'm having fun. I'm uh, having a great time. And so uh, that wraps up the show. Big J, give it a grade. F. Perfect. Uh, and so F for you. That F you. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. I wonder how long it's taking to get there. And so uh, we wrap up the Tuesday show, but we did a lot of stuff. Big J, what's the name of the movie you're gonna watch tonight? <laughs> I'll check it out in the podcast because I completely forgot. Hush. No, no, no. That's no, that the movie, movie you watched. already watched. Oh man, I have no idea. What is it? Uh, you don't even know. No, it, it's called a Legion. So that is what you will watch. No, it's not a Legion. It's a. Uh, Illuminate or assimilate. Uh, assimilate? Assimilate. assimilate? Assimilate. You didn't even know. Uh, I was idiot. close. God, you're an idiot. I was close. And so uh, you will watch that on Netflix and let us know how it is tomorrow. And then, of course, we also recap the morning at Fantasy Football League, brought to you by Dave and & Buster's, and even gave away some money today. It's part of the Double Dare, which is nice, which means, Big J, you have the floor, sir. Yeah, I think we've covered more than enough things here today. So That's good. It's good. We I don't got anything special. No, I've decided I'm going to give you 45 seconds at the end <laughs> okay. of every show. you got to fill it. All right, let's uh, show some silence then. See if the alarm will go off. No, the music bed's still underneath us. Uh, tomorrow on the show, give a chance to listen for some more money up for grabs at 8.30 with the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare. We also will have more tickets to Aquabats and People Mover and additional tickets to our free X show with Wilson. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Dennis Dillon Auto Mall, where Orchard Street and the freeway meet. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.